Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I'm your co-host, Julietta, coming to you from sunny uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where I am a physical therapist. I own Body and Soul PT. I'm also known as the Magical PT because I make magic happen on my table. And I have a very alternative, holistic practice where I look at a lot of different things that PTs don't always look at. And and I laugh because a lot of my clients say, do you think I should see a PT too? I'm like, where do you think you are? But yes, I'm very non-traditional. I also am a... I'll just say I'm an artist. I make jewelry and and sometimes I paint and but all of that is also very healing related as well. I work with crystals and gemstones because I love the healing vibe that they give out and my paintings are typically spiritual, metaphysical, symbolism kind of stuff. All that good stuff. And I'm joined here by my lovely co-host Allison. Hello, everybody. My name is Allison Mancini, and I'm also coming to you all from South Florida. Is it sunny out? I can't even tell from my office. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I just returned from Michigan where it was cold. <laughs> oh, at night, I'm we jealous. woke up. Well, I know. We woke up one morning. It was like 58. I'm like, I don't know if I love this or I hate this. I'm not totally sure. But anyways, I am a uh, the operations and human resources director for a company called the gold digger girl the gold digger girls company where we help women show up authentically on social media and help them build their businesses whatever that looks like for them um and i absolutely love supporting the staff there supporting all of our clients and i am also um certified holistic nutritionist and so very much a love for uh the healing side of things and and more alternative natural ways of doing that um, I'm a mom to two. I have a 25-year-old and a 22-year-old. He's almost 26. I can't even believe that. That's craziness. Um, and married to my husband for 28 years. And we have two very crazy young dogs. So if you hear barking or anything in the background, that would be them. And I think that pretty much covers it in a nutshell. Awesome. So who 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 is sponsoring this amazing show? Yes, we have an amazing sponsor. Our sponsor for this show is Rebecca Schaefer. She is the owner of High Vibrations Energy, and she is um, a Reiki meditation and Kundalini yoga teacher. Her her practice is to help people heal from emotional and physical pain and bring one into alignment with their true self. Reiki and Kundalini Yoga is a powerful combination that can be used to heal subconscious patterns, strengthen the nervous system, activate the neutral mind, and bring one to higher levels of consciousness. You can visit highvibrationsnow.com to learn more and book a Reiki session, participate in Cosmic Kundalini, 
and Reiki Healing Circle or register for an upcoming Kundalini Yoga class. And I think the coolest thing about what she does is she does Reiki virtually, which I think is amazing because that is not always the case. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you could benefit from working with Rebecca. And this girl is the real deal. I've had Reiki from her. I've participated in her classes. And as someone who's been in the energy world for a very long time, this girl's seriously gifted. So I, I highly recommend you check her out. So you told me you were experiencing some lack of kindness, Allison. I want to know more. So, you know, we just flew to Michigan um, from South Florida. We flew up last week. We had to go for a quick weekend and flew back. And I was just really like, typically when I go to Michigan, it's such a different, and you know this because you're from Wisconsin, like everyone's always so nice. It's like this big, like, it's almost like a culture shock every time I go back now because everyone's so nice. And I was really shocked when like the first few encounters we had when we actually got to, to Michigan were not so nice. I was like, what's going on here? And it kind of proceeded that way. I mean, overall, everyone was as kind, you know, as they usually are. But there were a few cases where I want to just look at these people and just be like, dude, just like relax, like just be kind. My, my thing always is, and I realize this goes both ways. You don't know what that person's been going through. So I always try to give a little grace in that regard because we <laughs> I had one woman wait on me at a bakery that is like this local bakery we go to all the time. And you could tell she was pissed and it wasn't me. It was whatever was happening in the background, but Holy cow. I just want to look at her and go, just, just relax. It's like, it's going to be okay. Like it's not that bad, but she, man, she was, I mean, she could barely even like talk to me. She was so mad at whatever was going on. You know what I mean? But I know I felt I did feel really bad for her. And I just kept trying to be like, like she was just really like snarky with me. Like I was trying to order, I was trying to order some, um, some fudge to take home and they just had the big blocks of fudge. And she's like, well, how much do you want? And I'm like, uh, cause you know, usually they give it to, it's already pre-sliced. Right. And I'm like, I, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. Like, how do you, do you just cut it in slices? She goes, she literally goes, goes from one end to the other. I'm like, Okay, so can can you like what's a I mean what's typical and then like just totally like and grabs this big block of fudge and walks over to me and takes a knife and's like this is a quarter and I'm like okay that helps me okay so how about if we do a half and she's like goes over like slams the block of fudge down I mean she was not happy. just like, what the heck? How can, you, how can you not ha- be happy being around fudge? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. She works in a bakery with all this like amazing goodness. And, you know, I just think she's just, she probably works very hard and she, because pro- it's a small town, she probably doesn't make a ton of money and just having a bad day. And I just kept thinking in my head, okay, just don't, don't react back like, don't feed off that energy. Just keep being kind. And I did. I just, by the time I was done, I'm like, thank you so much for all of your help. And she was like, all right, have a good night. And she just finally kind of like calmed down. But <laughs> it's interesting though, right? And, and that wasn't the only instance. Like we ran into other stuff. We didn't even get, we were at the Detroit airport and we're on the freaking car rental shuttle to the car rental place. 
And, you know, those things you can't hear in those. You sit all the way in the back and you cannot hear a thing. And the guy got mad at me because I couldn't hear him. I'm like, what? I'm like, people, come on. It was just, it was crazy. So anyways, just be kind. Just cry. Always choose kindness. Always and I, I, I just always have to point out, you know, we have this company that owns a bunch of restaurants down here in Southeast Florida called the Be Nice Company. Yes. And I always want to say, don't be nice, be kind. Because there it's a subtle difference, but there is a difference. So yeah, because be nice, you can be like snarky nice, right? Like you can be sarcastically nice, but being kind is different. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that was my experience. That's my PSA for today. Just be kind. Be kind, please. All right. Ready to bring our guest on? Bring our guest on. All right. Hello, Mary. How are you? Hi, Alison. Hi, Juliet. I'm in fits of laughter in the backstage here. It's just the way you delivered that story. I was just crying of laughter. Don't worry. It's the same here in Melbourne as well. People can be nice or they can be kind. But I agree with Julieta. How could you possibly be angry when you're in the hands or the presence of fudge, for God's sake? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Anyway, it was good to make me laugh because I'm in that in that mindset now. So it's all good. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome, welcome to our show. We're we are so happy that you're here. And we'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm based in Melbourne in Australia. And I'm a personal branding uh, specialist and an online business specialist combined. Uh, I help industry experts uh, uh, systemize, digitalize, and commercialize their knowledge, wisdom, and skill set into a brand and also into a coaching or a consulting business. And typically, the people I work with, they're looking at, you know, at, at, at unpacking their uh, their genius zone, if you will, and converting that into a coaching program. So that's who I do. I serve industry experts. I only work with people who have a minimum of 10,000 hours dedicated to their specialization. Um, and I just love what I do. I really wrap it up with energetics and the, you know, looking at masculine and feminine systems and merging them together. And it's just magical. Very nice to call that my vocation. That's awesome. All right. Well, we are going to dive into our questions. And the first one that we would love to know, and I also, this question intrigues me even more when we have guests that are not based in the U.S. So what is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why? Oh, my God. Um, oh, there's just so many books, I think, because I'm, I'm one of those weird people that can read Christian books and get really into it. And I can also read, um, I don't like self-help books, but I would like, I love philosophy books. So um Probably, um, oh my God! You should have given me given me some some time to really think about it. Um, I'm just not quite sure which one I would uh, which one I would recommend. Um, in a in in terms of a um, the, probably running with the uh, with the wolves. I think that's probably the one that 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 I would recommend that everyone reads. I think that's a really really good book. Um, yeah, I think that's that's probably. Um, I think that's the one that I would recommend. And what what is it about that book that that makes you want to recommend it? 
I think that for me, you know, coming from a corporate landscape, you know, and, you know, coming from a masculine system where we're taught how to survive, you know, like literally the whole idea of being in the corporate landscape is all based on survival um, philosophies, a philosophy, you know, a philosophy and, and an approach. And then the people that I work with, because they're transitioning out of corporate, what we tend to do is we tend to stay in that masculine system and 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 way of being. You know, it's all about doing rather than understanding that the merging of the being is also very, very important. So what I find, Julieta, is a lot of people are really excited. They're unpacking their genius. They're building systems, their coaching programs, their websites, their lead generation strategies. And then what, but they're actually continuing that masculine system approach, you know, and 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 it and you do end up in a dead end because in a in a masculine system, one plus one can only equal two. It can't equal three. There's no room for three, four, five. There's no possibilities. It's all based on, you know, outcomes. Um, you know, and rigid outcomes as well. So when I work with people, I always try and and, and incorporate the feminine system where it's really getting them to a point of embodying what they've just created, but also going one step further and really self-actualizing who they truly are at that core level. And, and, and when you can see those two things merging together, it's just such a beautiful, um, it's such a beautiful way of seeing this individual evolve from this masculine into starting to open up into that feminine space. And it's just, I think it's very important. So that book really is about the self-actualization of the fem- of, of that feminine energy. Yeah, we're all about the feminine energy. Right. Oh, I know. I'm in the right place. I know that for sure. <laughs> um. So our next question is, in women these days, well, and not even just these days, historically, like we're always taking care of everybody else and we forget to take care of ourselves. So our second question is, what is your favorite self-care practice and how does it support you? Yeah, this has actually been a um, a work in progress for me, you know, and it's and and I think that a lot of women we forget to actually the importance of self care and self importance as well, you know. Um, for me, self care is really just taking time out to be with myself. I love being with myself. I love the ability to just sit for two or three hours and to journal, doing even things like you know, like I have my weekly manicures and pedicures. I love doing those things that really embrace the feminine, the the woman in me. I I find it so, um, there's a real deliciousness about it. Even being in a salon with women, I absolutely love, I love the hype. I love the banter that goes on. I love it all because I, I mean, I'm in in, a, in, a, in an environment where I'm encapsulated in that whole feminine. We're all there for the same reason, most of us. So I do a lot of, you know, like beauty self-care, but I also do a lot of soul self-care as well. Um, and I think that's very important, like really taking my time out to do my rituals each morning, my meditation, my journaling. This is my time and that's very sacred and nobody can... Um, you know, can come in, in in that space. Even this morning, my husband called me and he just does this dump on me. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Like, 
that's not okay. You can't just call me and dumb. Like I did not give you permission to do that. And I and so I've got it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. And then I sent him a message and I said, that's just like a no-go zone. Like that's just unacceptable. And I just need to set my boundary. That just don't do that again. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I felt so good doing that. But it's things like that that I think are really important. Yeah, I'm a big believer in morning time to yourself to get ready mm. for your day, like journaling, meditating, all that stuff. Well, so we're both the same way. Yeah, we're 100% big believers in all of that. So our next question for you is, so we all have those days. We wake up and we're just not feeling it. Maybe we didn't sleep well the night before. Maybe we just had an argument with our partner or our loved one or our kids are driving us, whatever it is. And we wake up but we still know we have to show up for our clients and for the people around us. So what tools do you have that you use for yourself when you're not quite feeling it that day to get yourself so that you are feeling it that day? <laughs> do you know what, Alison? I actually don't do anything in that situation. You know, I love silence because in, this, in, in the space of silence, that's where a lot of my ideas come and also I'm very, I've become very comfortable um, in the uncomfortable, if that makes sense. You know, so if I'm, you know, emotional about something or something has triggered me, triggered me and, and, and there's an emotional response, I really want to understand why I'm triggered. Like I'm really intrigued by that. And, and it's become my curiosity. It's like, well, why, did, why am I constantly reacting to that? So I really take time out in that space of silence really self-inquire and this is something that I've been doing for years and years and years and it has served me incredibly well because we know that in the space of being in silence that we can hear like ideas and 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 thoughts that just come rushing it's like the downloads that you were like where did that just come from so I don't do anything I like to sit still and I'm transitioning as well at the moment. In the last few weeks, I've just really noticed a big shift in myself. And I've been spending a lot of time in that space of silence, even just sitting up in my bed in the mornings and in the evenings and just really contemplating and asking really big questions, asking for directions, doing a lot of healing work. You know, I invest a lot of uh, time, effort, and, of course, investment in mentors and coaches and healing I really believe in that. I truly do. I can't do it on my own. And I think that the work that you you do, Julietta does, I, th I really honour that because you need these type of people in your life to be able to help you move that one step forward. And I love that you said that as someone who works with coaches, you also work with coaches yourself. Like Absolutely. you get them for yourself. And I love that because so many times you... Yeah people are like, oh, like they're surprised to find out like the woman that I work for, she has coaches for herself and she works yeah. with coaches like, but that's what you, you need to do that for, for, um, for growth and to be able to support the people that you're supporting. So I love that. So our last question to you before we kind of wrap things up is what is one, I'm, there could be many, but what is one life experience that really kind of propelled you to where you're at right now that, got you where you are? 
yes, I have a very defining moment about that experience. And that was three hours after my second son was born, mm-hmm. um, lying in the hospital bed, you know, and then I reached out to get my lip balm and my business card fell out on the bed. And at that time, I owned a software company, which I had for seven years. And when I lived, when I just held that business card that fell on the bed, it was as though like I was just watching this 3D movie and suddenly I just realised, oh, my God, my whole life has been a series of labels. Like that's the, this business card is actually defining who I am and how I show up in the world today. And then I don't know, something must happen to women when we give birth. I have no idea. But for me, it was just like this what the, you know, WTF moment. And it was like, you know, um, oh, my God, my whole life and, and the reason the true reason when I really, really got serious and honest with myself, the true reason why I started that software company is because I was so desperately looking for validation from my parents. And all I wanted them to, all I wanted to hear my parents say to me, right up until that point, this is my adult life, right? Mary, we're so proud of you, even though you didn't finish your degree. Whoa, that was massive. And I also knew, Alison, from that moment that I would resign from my own company and never go back because I knew that was not my sole purpose. And it's exactly what I did. I resigned from my own company. That was um, on 8th of September at 3.30 p.m. I had that epiphany. And then two weeks later, I resigned from my company. January 2012, I took a 12-month sabbatical and I had two amazing mentors One was a professor in philosophy from Oxford University who mentored me for 12 months and the other one was an expert in the emotional body. And that's what I needed at that time. But it changed the trajectory of my whole life. And so um, that was the the turning point that allowed me to fully self-actualise that what I do today is what I'm meant to be doing because it's 100% based on, on my genius zone, like my knowledge, my wisdom, my skill, my gifts, my talents. None of it is based on reading two books. It is genuinely 40,000 hours packed into what I do today. I love that how you said your genius zone, because like we all have those those things that, that they are our genius zone. And I think so many times we let that go to the wayside and don't realize that you can make a living based on what your that is. Like you absolutely can. So I love that you said that. And it's so true. Something totally happens to you after you have kids. I'm not even sure what it is. Like oh. you give birth and you like lose your head. I don't even know. It's crazy. I um, all right. Our very, very last thing we would like to ask you is if there's one thing you would want our audience to take away from our time with you today, what would that be? To just fully, fully realize that every single one of us, men and women, especially women, we all are sitting on a gold mine. And that gold mine is made up of your knowledge, your wisdom, your skills, your gifts, and your talents. And that is the true currency, not dollars in your bank account, not gold, not silver. The true currency is actually what we have inside ourselves, which I call our internal inventory. And when we can fully self-actualize that into an outcome, I can assure anyone that's listening to this that you are literally sitting on a gold mine and we just need to unpack it and have the courage to go there. I love that. Yeah. 
It's awesome. It's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for joining us here today. It has been a pleasure having you on our show. Thank you very much. Also want to send a huge thank you to our sponsor, um, Rebecca Schaefer. She is an incredible Reiki healer. And so thank you so much for, for sponsoring the show for us. And a huge, huge thank you to our audience, because without you, there's no reason for us to be here. And if you're interested in getting in touch with Mary, Allison, or myself, check out the show notes. All of our contact information is there, and we would love to connect with you. And did I get it all, Allison? All right. With that, I want to wish everybody a magical day.